Hello there. Welcome to the Body and Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Gundi Rhodes. This Body and Soul podcast is dedicated to hope, a hope for healthy humans and a truly healthy planet. Have faith. It is possible. Right now, there are a lot of challenges facing the earth and its inhabitants. These episodes are designed to help you save yourself and the planet from your kitchen table with me. Hello, Dr. Gundi Rhodes here again for podcast number three. And I have my beautiful friend Ria with me again. You know, she is a community lawyer, very smart, also <laughs> and, and she eats food, you know, and therefore she eats. Fancy. <laughs> Therefore, she is qualified to talk with me about food and the environment. So after last week, oh, good day, by the way. Well, thank you, Gundi. How are you? I want to say how smart you are, too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we talked last week about gluten and gluten intolerance and why this is a problem, you know, and about the extraction of the flour and so forth, you know, as one sort of... Um, piece in the puzzle of why health nowadays is not optimal. Actually, have you noticed we are also, you know, I always just put this as a statement that the health of our people is not good anymore. Yeah, um, I am... You mean in the general population? In the general population. Yeah. And like, we do have a problem. You yeah. know, like, uh, how many people do you know that are really striving, healthy and energetic? Look, I'm someone who puts a lot of time into my health and I don't feel like I'm at optimal health. So someone with my resources and ability to kind of try and do things that help, is, I still feel like I'm really struggling sometimes. So. Mm. As are most people, yeah. you know, like, and, um, and as are all my clients. I'm all day, every day busy as a veterinarian. Mm. A lot of that are injuries, you know, but a lot of that are chronic diseases too, you know, and mm. then I... This is what made me do this podcast because in my little country town here, I listen to the stories that come with every family that comes through my door that I get told because as vets, we are very non-scary. You know, we, are, we, we do hear stories and we hear the whole lot, you know, rather than if you're a dentist where people can't talk because the mouth is open, you know, or you are, you know, going to a doctor and you've got five minutes with him, you know, like... We are a little bit more relaxed, I think, and as veterinarians. So I do get the stories, you know, people mm. here have known me for a long time. So I can say with some authority that nearly every family that comes through my doors, you know, has got something happening. And it nearly From a chronic is health point of view. chronic health, yeah. and they're nearly always the same things, you know, that happen. They are cancer, very sad, mm. cancer in, in young children or in mm. older people, mm. you know, breast cancer, Leukemia is a big one. We'll talk about that later. Um, brain tumors, gut cancer, prostate cancer, you know, um, all of those are so common. Then what is striking is that every, so many young families have got autistic children mm. or children at least on the spectrum, mm. which is one of the dots that I have been working on in connecting, you know, and I will tell you about that. Mm. Then there is allergies and asthma. And I always say, when I was at school in the 80s, we had one kid at school or in my class that had an asthma puffer, mm. you know, and nowadays I don't know what the numbers are, you know, but it's like so many children have got asthma, mm. which coming back to last week's conversation about inflammation, you know, it's an inflammation response of the body. 
Ja. Ähm, <lacht> Asthma, ähm, the young women that are suffer, so many, you know, from endometriosis and polycystic ovaries. You, I had a very long so, journey with endo, yeah. Yeah. And when I was at school and when I was a young woman, it was just not heard about. Mm. You know, this is a striking thing again. Neither was autism. Do you remember the movie Rain Man? Yeah. Dustin Hoffman and yeah, Tom Cruise, yeah. you know, where yeah. it groundbreaking. was you groundbreaking. Yeah. And it was like weird. Mm. And oh my God, look at Dustin Hoffman as Rain Man, you know, as an autistic man. And it was yeah. like such a curious thing to yeah. do, you know. And I did a podcast um, a couple of months ago with a pediatrician from the US, um, Michelle Perot. And she said when she was at uni, she's about my age, you know, the professor called them all to him one day saying, you have to see this. This is what we now call autism. Right. Yes. That's how rare it was. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And this is not long ago. This mm -hmm. is like maybe, let's say, 30, 35 years yeah. ago. Now it's Autism, commonplace. Now it's commonplace. Yeah. You know, the young families that come through my door in my clinic, it, it appears to me that every second one has got autism. You know, I think the real number, talking to teachers and health professionals in this town, it's probably we worked out how to say, you know, because I don't think anybody has counted, but it's probably one in 40, mm. you know, from when it was maybe one in 5,000 or less. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are just yeah. statistics that I hear. You know, I think it was probably even less. You know, so why is that? Why yeah. is that? Why really? is that? Yeah. Lots of reasons, yeah. you know, but it all, it's about how we farm. And this is what my podcast is about. Mm. How we farm, what do we do to the soil? Mm. How do we farm? And in a nutshell, we farm these chemicals we never used to, mm. especially since 1991. Yeah. That's when Roundup came on the market and took over the planet. Yeah. I think there's 9 billion tons of Roundup now out, mm. which is a herbicide, which nearly and every time it, I use it. When you say it's out, is it still out? I mean, does it biodegrade? What happens to all the Roundup? Well, the company says it's biodegrades very quickly, but I can tell you in my garden where mm. I did Roundup just on the edges, just because I'm sometimes lazy. Yeah, yeah. And I've done it. Say, you can do it on the edges. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought, oh, well, at least I'm not going to eat this, you know. And yeah. I did it maybe once, yeah, yeah. maybe twice. Yeah. And maybe before I knew all of this, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's still not growing. You know, the things that are growing there are still distorted. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very, very strong stuff. And if it's yeah. biodegradable, why is it ending up in our rivers and our bodies yeah. and the ocean? Yeah. And it's water-soluble. Yeah. So it, it goes into every single little crevice in your body and into the rivers. Now, coming back to the families in my clinic, you know. That's, that's really violating, actually, that it just goes into every part of my body. Like, yeah, and you don't even know about it, you know. Like, yeah. And um, I could talk for ages about the, how things are tested, you know, for their safety. Mm. Um, Monsanto, the company that makes glyphosate, said, it's all right, you can drink it. You know, because it doesn't affect your, your biological pathway because it stops the shikimate pathway, which is only a pathway in plants, bacteria, and algae. Well, so, so it's humans, not in you, oh, so it's safe, you know, and yeah. the guy that advertised it, you know, was drinking it and he is now dead, you know. It's on a much more subtle level, mm -hmm. you know. So saying, coming back to, do we have a health problem, obesity, depression? 
mental health, mm. allergies, mm. weird autoimmune diseases, yeah. multiple sclerosis, cancers, all of the Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, yeah. you know, and then the fertility problems, infertility clinics, fertility clinics are um, so busy nowadays, never used to be either. Yeah, so why, why is that? What has gone wrong? You know, and to give you the answer, it's because we started farming with chemicals. Yeah. It's a huge thing in this, you know. So yeah. today, let's just talk about the subject that is in everybody's mouth or tummy, which <laughs> is the gut microbiome. The gut microbiome. Yeah. Now, I don't even know what a biome is. I, I know now that the stomach and the gut are not the same thing. Yes. Uh, and also, I'm very interested, if I may say, in um, gut bacteria, because there's a lot said about gut bacteria. Yeah. So I know that's a whole lot of stuff, but if you can lay yeah. all that out for me, I would yeah. be indebted to you. Yeah. And then I quickly come at the end, I tell you all, you know, what the microbiome, which is the bacteria in your gut, right. yeah, what it, what it is, where it comes from, how it works, what it does, how important yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and then to bring it to great optimal yeah, health. Yeah, yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. And then at the end, I tell you all in between is where it has all gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here for the free advice, actually. <laughs> Yeah, Gundi's helping me bring my guts to optimal health. <laughs> well, everybody talks about gut, gut microbiome nowadays. Yeah, they know, do. And, um, yeah. and it's probiotics are a big thing. Yeah. Is it enough? No. Probiotics enough? No. No. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not enough. So what is it? So in our gut, you know, especially in our big hind gut, you know, in the colon. Yeah. We should what have did you call that? The, what? the colon, yeah, but C O L yeah, yeah. hind gut, hind gut. You know, yeah, no. just maybe okay. it's a vet term, yeah, you know, okay. veterinarian term. You know, but it's um, I'm sure I, we've got one too. Yeah, it is like the last, the large intestine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've got the small intestine and the large intestine. Yeah. And in the small intestine, you break down the food, yeah. and then you absorb it, and the un not absorbable parts, which yeah. is your fiber in right. your diet, yeah. yeah, that can't be digested by yeah. our bodies. Yeah. So it ends up in the colon. Yeah. And there it is actually used as food for your gut bacteria. And really? that's where they live and they love they love the it. gut bacteria eat the fiber. Yeah, because you, they, they are hungry. They need, ah. they need food to eat. Because everything else has been digested. Yeah, and you've absorbed what you need. Yeah. yeah. So we as people That's and amazing. dogs and cats and everything that is not a herbivore, mm -hmm. yeah, not mm -hmm. a cow or a horse or mm -hmm. a goat, mm -hmm. you know, we actually cannot digest cellulose. Did you yeah, know what that? cellulose? That's plant something. It's fiber. Fiber. Yeah. Cellulose so, and fiber are the same thing. Yeah. And if I can just come back to um, biology. I'm just here to keep it simple for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> if we can just go back to sunlight and plants and photosynthesis. Yeah. Yeah. Which touches climate change. Yeah. So carbon dioxide in the air yeah. gets grabbed by the plants yeah. in the chlorophyll, which is the green bit yeah. in the leaf. Yeah. And it grabs six of the carbon dioxide molecules. Yeah. And it makes it into one sugar. Uh -huh. Yeah, which is a ring of five carbons, and one is sticking out. Uh -huh. And starch is when they are all going one way. Yeah. And cellulose is nearly the same, where one sugar goes up and the other one goes down. Uh -huh. Not a big difference. Uh -huh. You know, like when you look at it on yeah. a piece of paper. But that's you know that's your fiber in the plant. You yeah. know, this is like your leaf yeah. matter. 
you yeah. know, and that and your salad and, and that your matters carrot. in the colon because if that's healthy in the colon, yeah. the bacteria are also they being can, nourished yeah. and healthy. And why do we need them to be healthy? What happens if they're not? Yeah. Um, lots of stuff. Let me just jump back to the cellulose. Yeah, I don't want to take you out of your... Yeah, your, the bacteria what? can digest it. They can, do, they can do something with your fiber. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Your body can't. Yeah? Huh. So a cow can eat cellulose. Yeah. And the bacteria in its rumen break down the cellulose, the fiber, the grass. Right. Yeah. 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 If you would, would eat only grass, yeah. you would have to eat like a cow probably 20 hours a day. Right. Yeah? Right. That's so... The, so the fiber, fiber goes into your gut, you know, and feeds some gut microbiome. Yeah, I've got other stuff yeah. I want to do. I don't want to eat grass for 20 <laughs> hours a day. Yeah. So however, you know, like we should have bacteria in our gut, you know, like trillions of them. Yeah. More cells of gut bacteria, about three kilograms worth. Wow. Yep, in your gut. And you have more bacteria cells in your body yeah. than your own cells. Whoa. That's a lot. And that's yeah. healthy bacteria, right? Yeah, they can be healthy or unhealthy. Yeah. So okay. are parasites a kind of bacteria? Or is it am yeah, I just totally confusing that? No, issue? worms and things, you know, protozoa, they're there too. You know, they're yeah. probably bigger. You know, like we are just not these sterile beings that we no, are meant that everybody thinks, you know, teeming with life. flesh and parasite yeah. and bacteria. It's kind of gross, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So the gut bacteria in your stomach, they do a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. For example, they take a substance called substance, which is an amino acid called tryptophan, mm -hmm. and make it into serotonin. Oh. Have you heard about serotonin? Yeah, serotonin is the feel-good chemical, yeah. which makes everything feel okay. So yes. if I don't have enough serotonin, I'm going to feel like, can I say shit? Can I yeah. say shit on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to feel really crappy Especially. if I don't have serotonin. Yeah. And lots yeah. of people are on an antidepressants because they yeah. don't have enough serotonin. Yeah, that's right. So serotonin, your feel-good hormone, your, yeah. your antidepressant, building your stuff called tryptophan, which is an amino acid, an yeah. essential yeah. one. We can't make it. You need gut bacteria to transform it into serotonin, which makes you feel good. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So... Just to follow that line of thought, what happens if you don't have that right gut bacteria? Mm. Yeah? Yeah. So how do you kill your gut bacteria? By, I'm going to say glyphosate. Yeah, Roundup is an antibiotic. Yeah. Glyphosate is an antibiotic. So with every bit of food that you eat, you know, you get, you get a little dose, but a big enough dose of glyphosate, yeah. which will heavily distort or kill your gut bacteria. Yeah. Other things that do the same are antibiotics. Chlorinated water? Chlorinated water, probably. I'm not sure. And I found nobody that yet could answer it. Does the chloride get absorbed before it reaches the end of your gut? You know, right, probably okay. does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But preservatives? Right. They you know, kill gut bacteria. Yeah, they are there to kill bacteria. Right, to preserve know? it. And so it doesn't, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Antibiotics, antifungal tablets, um, you know, the high sugar content in our diet um, encourages the wrong bacteria, okay. yeah, and it encourages yeast, yeast infections, yes, fungal infections. Yeah. So we do destroy, you know, our gut bacteria with every non-organic piece of bread mm -hmm. that you're mm -hmm. eating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be aware. Um, the whole agricultural industry 
works nowadays is Roundup. Mm. And where a lot of the times they, they don't just, the, the way it works is they spray Roundup on the paddocks when they're empty and they've got weeds coming up. Yeah. yeah. So it's in the ground and yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And it's not widely known that it is also an antibiotic. You know, it is there to kill the weeds. Mm. Yeah. The fact that's that known. It, that's it's known, known and that's yeah. why it is used. Yeah. And used by nearly every farmer. Yeah. Yeah. And the farmers don't quite know because the the um, the knowledge about Roundup is so tightly controlled by Monsanto. Mm. You know, mm. and so there is not super much research mm. that has been done, you know, about the mm. implications. But we do know mm. that it Roundup stops the shikimate pathway, which is a pathway in plants. That's why the plants die. And in bacteria, this is why the bacteria die. Yeah. And in fungi, so that's why the fungi die, which are really central in the soil mm -hmm. to create fertile soil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you eat it, yeah, it is in your body. And then you gut bacteria die. Now you have bacteria everywhere in your body, not just in your gut, by the way. Mm -hmm. You have got them in your nostrils, mm -hmm. on your skin, mm -hmm. in your mouth in your eyes, you know, on your cornea, mm. you know, in your ears, you know, like even in the cisterns and in the mammary ducts of your breasts, mm. you have, you have got bacteria. bacteria. Yeah. yeah. And research has been shown that if you take antibiotics and you kill the bacteria, you know, like women will know you get thrush. Yeah. 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 Um, in the breasts, it turned out that the bacteria normally in the breast protect you from breast cancer. Mm. Yeah, so that gives a different spin onto something like Roundup. Yeah, yeah like like to say mm. when you think, okay, it's an antibiotic that I daily eat with every slice of bread, everything that has got canola in it, everything of soy, yeah. including your tofu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, every corn cob yeah. that you eat. Yeah. These are all products that are very. These are all crops that are very heavily monocultural, monoagricultural, and yeah, and glyphosate is heavily used in them. Yeah, it is. It's not the only one, but it is one of the main ones. Yeah, yeah, And then you put on top that we nowadays, the big companies, and especially in Australia and America, we created genetically modified crops that are especially in Australia. Yes, the really? European Union is very much more regulated. Uh, yeah, and they, they are not as happy on those chemicals as yeah. we are here. You know, some other countries, I just heard that Lettland, you know, Estonia is completely organic. You know, Denmark is going that way. You yeah. know, a lot of the European countries where farming is in smaller parcels, yeah. you know, yeah. they've got smaller blocks, smaller farms, mm. you know, it's mm. a bit more natural, it's older you know, are not as heavily chemicalized as Australia and America, yeah. you know, and Australia and America are very much, you know, like, you know what our farms here like, you know, they are like 30,000 hectares. Of yeah, they're enormous. Something. Yeah, yeah, they're enormous. Yeah. So it's very handy and very easy to just um, genetically modify corn so that it is, that it will not die from Roundup application. Then you put Roundup on the ground before you plant it yeah yeah then you so then there's nothing else growing then you grow your corn crop, yeah. and then you can come with a crop duster aeroplane yeah. 
spray Roundup over the whole lot so that yeah. all the weeds in between die. Yeah. But because the corn is genetic modification, is genetic modified, survives. Survives, yeah. Which still has got it in it. Yeah. yeah. Another way that farming is often done is with wheat, for example, that is not genetically modified mm -hmm. and sorghum really badly so as well, that to make it even before harvest, mm. you have an application of Roundup to kill it because it kills plants, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. to kill it so that it ripens or stops it, you know, makes it all it dry out, yeah, okay. which then is easier to harvest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of Roundup. It's a lot of Roundup. It's handy for the farmer because it's, if you have ever, you know, I get annoyed by my little pathway, you know, in my garden path mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. you know, that the Kalkuyu is forever growing in and the weeds are coming and I'm sometimes lazy me and you know, I'm mm -hmm. so tempted to go in there with a spray with roundup, gun, yeah. you know, with a Roundup to make yeah. it look pretty. Yeah. At least I wouldn't eat stuff from yeah. my garden path. Yeah. Yeah. But this is how food production works nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore you have your wheat sucking up the roundup before it dies. Yeah. So then it's in it and that's your flower that you eat. Yeah. 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 So you just have to be aware that this is what happens with every bite that you eat that is not organic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then in your gut, it'll kill the gut bacteria. Now, let me tell you, do you want to know what they do? The well, gut bacteria. I'm the dying gut to know what the gut bacteria okay. do. They're just well, as healthy as possible. We started with serotonin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so another thing they make is again out of tryptophan, and we'll come back to that little magic ingredient later. Yeah. Um, vitamin B3. Vitamin B3, B3 which is which what, is uh, when nurse, I was a vegan, I was nurse. dosing on B3 because I couldn't get enough. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. nearly when you Google nowadays, where does vitamin B3 come? From, yeah. you know which I googled and I tried to find out where it comes from yeah and it actually comes from the soil bacteria again you know so which you kill with glyphosate yeah so I'm now thinking about all the class actions that are taking place against well, Monsanto and all the ones yeah, that will come yeah they're, they're weird yeah. you know so tryptophan, the building block for B3, comes from the soil and then your gut bacteria actually transform it into vitamin mm -hmm. B3. And uh, a professor, a psychologist in London, you know, has done research where he actually cured schizophrenia mm -hmm. with vitamin, high doses of vitamin B3. And wow. You know, wow. so again, you know, the... Just explain that pathway, the high doses of vitamin B3, B3. and zinc. They did what to the person who had schizophrenia? Cured them. Yes, by promoting gut bacteria, by promoting... Uh, no, it's more that the gut bacteria make the vitamin B3 right. in a healthy I gut. see, so they just substituted For what the gut you, had normal, yeah. duh, yeah. no supplement. Yeah. 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 But because nobody nowadays, most people don't have a healthy gut anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, you look at mental health, from a funny perspective of this, yeah. you know, and you think, oh, I wonder, you know, I just wonder how much does the destruction of the gut microbiome yeah. have to do with mental health? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, so, I'm just going to go on a quick tangent. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about our planet and how much she's suffering, like as an organism. And I'm thinking how much she needs us to be at our most optimal in order to kind of help her recover or help her fully express yeah. herself. And we're all kind of so, in, in some sense, stunted. Right. So yeah. in this kind of great enterprise of, you know, the earth, we, we can't play our full part while yeah. we're kind of shut down in places and yeah. kind of sick. 
Yeah, and this is why I guess, you know, I'm compelled to make this podcast, you know, to say, A, to give you hope. It's actually relatively mm -hmm. simple, you know, mm -hmm. to solve. And B, it is very sad to see people not, not, uh, not living, not living their, their exactly wonderful life. You know, yeah. and life throws us things. Yeah. You know, like, it's not that my life has been easy. I've always eaten healthy, though, you know, so yeah. I'm still with it. Yeah, you're you know? resilient. Like, there's a strength in you. But why? So you go through you know, stuff, like, but yeah. you always, you know, you face yeah. stuff and you have this resilience. There's a core strength in you. But I have also eaten organic food for 30 yeah. years. So it's you like know? your organism comes back into balance. Like, you yeah. can handle things and knock down, get rid of again. So when you take the, you know, when you destroy the basis of life, you know, and how, you, what your brain just needs to function, mm. which is your magnesiums and your fatty acids and your zinc mm. and your B vitamins, mm. you know, then mental health becomes okay. You know, like I don't say that there is no drama in this world, you know, that your mother didn't do whatever to you, mm. you know, you didn't mm. have abuse, but you will not really have a chance to function properly. Mm. You know, if the basis of life mm. is not there. And when you think about the basis of life, how long have we lived? Mm. Like your ancestors, yeah. I always say both sides of your family, mm. they actually have produced you. You know, like there was not one of your ancestors missing. Mm. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was your fathers and your mothers and mm. their father and mother. Mm. And then it goes back and then it goes to the primates and then it goes yeah. further, you yeah. know, to actually amoeba. Yeah. So your lineage is uninterrupted mm. in health. Yeah. You know, so how come nowadays suddenly we are so sick? Mm. You know, why is suddenly one in four women infertile mm. at least mm. and one in three men? Yeah. Yeah. And then you see the suffering that comes with it. Yeah. yeah? It's a deep journey. So if your mother, you know, and your grandmother. Let's take your grandmother, you know, before we had brilliant hospitals, you know, yeah. to give you an anesthetic and clean yeah. out, yeah. you know, your endometriosis. If your grandmother would have had it and would have been infertile, you wouldn't be mm. here. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. that's a proof in the pudding that life is resilient and it has produced you, yeah. you know. So therefore, health is innate. It's intrinsic. Yeah. But you've got to feed it the right stuff. Yeah. You know, and we can't just suddenly yeah. kill the soil and kill our microbiome. Yeah. The story about the microbiome is so interesting, you know, like I knew nothing, you know, like until about a few years ago when I got hold of this German book from Julia Enders, who was a medical student. What's her name? Julia Enders. And e she wrote E-R-S. E-R-S. And she, some of us will want to yeah. follow up later. And it's called Gut. That's a good name for yeah. a book about the gut. And she just talks about how the gut functions, yeah. you know, and in it I found the first thing. Research from 2011, yeah. two lots of mice, and one group of mice was really frightened, yeah. and you know, sort of like scaredy cats, yeah. you know, like, and the other one was courageous, uh -huh. and really different you know, in character. Yeah. So what the research scientists did is they switched the gut microbiome, oh. and guess what happened? How, just how did they do that? They would have... Um, like a probably given, kind of a given them like an enema, you know, like, oh, okay. uh, they would have given them probably laxatives and, yeah, anti okay. and antibiotics okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. until the gut was sterile. Okay. Yeah. But they kept the mouse pool yeah. in a little jar. Yeah. Then they switched, then they switched them, it. Yeah. And then the mice switched microbiome. So microbiome is your 
composition of yeah. bacteria. Yeah. yeah, like lots of 300 different bacteria, yeah, yeah, yeah. all sort of keeping each other at bay, yeah. all doing their magic, you know, like nobody has enough space or food to really take over. Yeah, it all keeps itself in a beautiful balance. Yeah. And so when they switched the microbiomes, they switched character. You know, and that was the first time that I read about the microbiome. You know, and since then I've listened to lots for of how, people. For how long? Forever. Forever. Mm. So it just kept the microbiome just kept re replicating mm. itself in yeah. the same kind of degree of yeah. Wow. So that's just an indicator of how, and we don't really even know yet. You know how deep this is. You know, I heard stories where people switch gut bacteria yeah. and switch fecal, their characters. Fecal transfer. Fecal transplants. Yeah. And within a very short amount of time, very short, you know, like Mike Mosley did something on TV, you know, one of his um, English presenter, you know, like about half, within half an hour. Yeah. yeah. So quite quickly it was noticeable. Quite quickly, you know, and then you then go back like, okay, the gut bacteria make serotonin, yeah. you know, out of, or they make B3, yeah. you know, which can cure you from schizophrenia. They also, the gut bacteria also, from the same ingredient, from the tryptophan, yeah. make melatonin, which makes yeah. you sleep. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, That puts a different spin on insomnia. Yeah? Yeah, really like, does. is your gut microbiome right? Yeah. Now, where it comes from in the first place is really interesting as well. Because you might have heard that babies, when they're born, get inoculated by their mother. I have heard that, yeah. yeah. So, when you give birth, then... Sounds a bit gross, actually. No, you know, let's just go there. <laughs> this it's is nature, gross. right? And yeah, this yeah, has worked for since we have had a gut and yeah, since yeah. we've been, been here on this planet, you know. So the baby gets pushed through the birth canal, you know, yeah. through the mother's vagina yeah. and has got it all over itself and yeah. in it and it'll swallow it yeah. and it'll swallow the microbiome yeah. of, of the mother, the mother yeah, which is all around her, yeah, you know. Yeah. So what happens if you're too clean? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. baby won't get it. Yeah, what yeah. about if you have a cesarean? Yeah, long-term health implications. Yeah. Midwives yeah. nowadays have started to actually do that and inoculate the babies, yes. which again sounds gross. No, no, don't they, know? Use, they put swabs inside the mum and then they get the swabs yeah, and they give it to the baby. Yeah, so yeah. we have learned yeah, you know, to amazing. do that. Yeah. However, how many women still have got a normal microbiome and have never been on antibiotics, mm. have not mm. eaten bread with antifungals, mm. you know, yeah. like have not eaten a diet too high in sugar, yeah. you know, have not had tablets against fungus or yeah. had um, glyphosate in their diet. You know, it's not that many anymore. And then when you think of, you know, go back to caveman time, how a baby would have been born. It would have been born in a cave mm. and then it would have been, on the dirt, mm. in the dirt, mm. wrapped in probably fur mm. from animals. I'm thinking about a tree yeah. that I love very much. It's a birthing tree, actually, from um, yeah, Jabberung country mm. in Victoria. Beautiful ancient tree. I think she's 800 years old. And um, the women would give birth. Mm. Um, and this knowledge has been given publicly. They would give birth and there'd be coals underneath that were warm, that were laid over with furs and things like that. Um, just a very beautiful, grounded, you know, in the earth kind of a process. Yeah. Not sterilized. And that's right. Yeah. And that is the big wisdom of nature. Yeah. You know, like because the soil bacteria, which makes soil alive, they're very much what is in our gut as well. Mm. Yeah. So mm. they are, um, I don't know recent research, but I think they're very similar, mm. you know, those two. Mm. So, you know, what's in it? in us you know like it's meant to be natural you yeah, know yeah. and um so the babies would then 
crawl around in the dirt mm. and then they would lick their fingers yeah. and then they would have a piece yeah. of food which yeah. would fall into the mud and then yeah. they would stay put yeah. in you know and in they put everything into their mouths like yeah. they just can't stop them and so do puppies yeah you know yeah. and and they it's just only us recently maybe in the last 100 or 200 years mm. that have had this really clean mm. you know hygienic yeah. so-called hygienic lifestyle yeah. you know yeah. so we have got a gut microbiome that gets bombarded with chemicals yeah and glyphosate is not the only one mm. you know and there is 10 million chemicals that we have invented in the last 100 years mm. that all go and do whatever to your gut microbiome mm. yeah mm. so the implication all of those is we have only just noticed the tip of the iceberg yeah you know like when i was a young vet 20 years ago we never talked about giving antibiotics that it might be bad for your gut you know right. nowadays i'm very careful yeah you know, like, okay. and i don't overdo it yeah i only do it when i have to and i try to find other ways you know and then follow up with probiotics afterwards and how good or bad are probiotics you know if you get 10 different you know like something out of a jar, you know, like better than nothing, but compared to the 300 odd different bacteria that nature would have provided me yeah. with, you know, oh, it's the underside, the underside of leafy greens that you grow in your garden yeah. has just got so much more potency. I've been raiding Bundy's, has a very beautiful patch of chard outside and I made a smoothie earlier. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to child for ideal health in any sense, but, you know, I do know that the underside of greens in your garden, it just is incredibly potent site for probiotics. So yeah. you can get that stuff into you while it's raw. It's just... Yeah. It's like eat dirt, you yeah. know, like... Um, it's got all the stuff on it. YouTube, eat dirt, you know, and, yeah. and with it go the vitamins, you know, and the... So that is one good way of re-inoculating yourself. No? Mm. And the babies born which would have got it naturally, you know, yeah. their mothers would have never, antibiotics were only discovered not even a hundred years ago, mm. you know, so people would have eaten fermented foods, yeah. for example, because mm. we didn't have fridges. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And salted, salted meat and different yeah. ways of preserving mm. that were yeah. still quite healthy for the food. Yeah. We would have didn't ale and wine, yeah. you know, it's old yeah. and we would ferment vegetables, mm. you know, sauerkraut mm. and, and the like, you know, so mm. nowadays, yeah, you know, drink your kombucha, you know, get your life yogurt, mm. you know, get your probiotics, you know, and be hilarious with it, you yeah. know, and don't be too clean when you go and have a veggie garden and, and do, you know, like I always, keep the cat out. I don't tell anybody, yeah. keep the cat out, keep the cat out. <laughs> I don't tell anybody, I don't really wash the carrots that well, you know, because <laughs> I know the benefits to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all really interesting. So mm. what, what else do they do? You know, they make uh, the bacteria take the, cellulose the fiber yeah and split it up and make volatile fatty acids no way yeah they do that and they heal the gut yeah so the volatile fatty acids you know or sh short chain fatty acids mm. they are really implicated when they are lacking mm. in irritable bowel syndrome and ulcerative colitis and yeah. ulcerative colitis. Ulcer ulcerative that would be ulcers ulcerative colitis colitis so that's yeah. the inflammation of the colon yeah um, so many ulcers. people have got yeah. irritable bowel syndrome yeah. you know, and digest digestive problems, mm. you know. So mm. if the bacteria get their food and if they then produce, you know, those short chain fatty acids yeah. you know, to heal your gut yeah. mucosa, you know, then they are very important. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. 
80% of the serotonin is made by your gut bacteria. No way. That's a lot. Yeah. That's if most not of it. More, that's most of it. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. how important are they? Yeah. For your, for your mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly important. And your sleep hormone. Now another thing that they do, yes. just to blow your mind now. Yeah. Same ingredient again, tryptophan. <laughs> it makes... Tryptophan. It sounds like a drug. Yeah, it's just a building block of protein. Yeah. You know, we, I'll tell you about that another time. But yeah. the, it makes a stuff called IPA, yeah. which goes into your brain yeah. and then protects you from beta amyloid plugs, which in plain yeah. English is called Alzheimer's. Yeah. Ah. So we are, people say that the trajectory of Alzheimer's mm. is that every woman it affects women more than men, mm. will have Alzheimer's from an ever-decreasing age that nearly every woman will suffer from we'll have Alzheimer's. Yeah. So we'll have Alzheimer's according to this research? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So how so, am I going to stop that? from? I'm not getting Alzheimer's. I'm here to say that that's not my pathway. <laughs> have I'm a really getting, yeah. good, healthy gut microbiome. Good, healthy microbiome, microbiome in my gut. And tryptophan is, I jump ahead a bit, it's yeah. only made by bacteria in the soil. Yes. Which the soil bacteria are killed by Roundup. Roundup yeah. and Alzheimer's. I'm seeing a massive Roundup link Alzheimer's. that you have been drawing for us yeah. slowly. Yeah. Uh. So this research is in its infancy and I don't claim that I have done any research on this. Mm. You know, like mm. I just found these connections and I find them fascinating and I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. You know, that this is when I found out, you know, that tryptophan is only made by the bacteria in, in the, the soil, soil. And then you know that Roundup kills, kills those, bacteria in the soil. Yeah. Then it is a weird conclusion to come to, you know, like then, oh my God, tryptophan makes IPA that protects it from Alzheimer's. Mm. You know, the trajectory is one in one will happen. Mm. Well, yeah. It seems logical. It's very logical. That's, you like, know, that's so, not just a correlation. Yeah. That's a direct kind of a consequence. Yeah. And you need the gut bacterium in your gut to actually take the tryptophan and make it into IPA. So there's, there's bacteria yeah. all along the chain that are yeah. doing things that yeah. are necessary for us to feel yeah. a, like happy human yeah. beings. Yeah. Yeah. Happy human beings that can sleep well and that will not go crazy. You know, like yeah. what Alzheimer's is. And it's very sad to think, you know, that Alzheimer's happens in the center of the brain where our emotional memory is. Isn't it? So Isn't connection. that sad? You yeah. know, connections. You know, this is where in the limbic system, you know, where yeah. Alzheimer's will be sitting. So a know? happy human. But then I'm thinking about the rest of nature that relies on, you know, the earth for food. You know, mm. some of about animals. And I'm thinking of the plants themselves and, you know, the the sentience of plants and how what must the experience of planthood be like if you are not even getting you know from the soil you know the full expression mm. of nutrients and minerals that you need yeah so we're all just kind of we're all getting to all together getting really depleted the depletion of our environment is yeah. depleting us and then we're in this kind of cycle of yeah diminishing yeah. expression of ourselves yeah it's, um, you know, the, I always say the plot thickens, it's you know, thickens. it's, um, it's like a detective story. Yeah, it is. You know, what else does it do? I just have to have a look in my list because I can't always Enjoy. remember everything. 
So it, of course, you know, the gut microbiome protects you from bad bacteria or viruses taking over. Yeah. You know, and I, I say if you go out in a paddock and you spray this Roundup and everything is dead, yeah. the first thing that comes back is um, actually the wheat. Yeah. In that grows gut, back after the yeah, spray. It's yeah. not what you want. You know, you yeah. don't get a beautiful paddock of flowers. Yeah. You get a weed. It's yeah. a weed. I thought it's a weed. weed. Yeah, the weed comes back weed. first. Yeah, yeah, weed. You know, the stuff that you don't want. Yeah. yeah. So it comes back first because it's the most resilient. Yeah. And <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a teenager with a soccer ball. <laughs> yeah. We are we are actually recording. This is Julian, my son, who is fourteen years old and is very healthy and energetic and energetic. <laughs> Um, and he wants his mother <laughs> to go and play soccer. However, <laughs> so when you have got your gut bacteria killed by antibiotics or yeah. by Roundup, yeah. the same principle applies. Yeah. What's coming first is the bad clostridiums, you know, like the clostridium. Clostridium is one gut bacteria. One, you know, is so bad, you know, clostridium difficile. If you get that, you know, it's really nasty, you know, and Normally, it would be kept under control, yeah, you know, yeah. like by other bacteria. By the good bacteria. Because if, if you, you are, multiply those, it will outnumber yeah. the really bad ones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what, does the, what do the really bad ones do? I guess they interrupt your digestion. And yeah, they... it's like the salmonellas or the giardia or uh, the clostridium. You know, yeah. you will get diarrhea yeah. and, you know, like tummy aches yeah. or bloat. You know, yeah, you yeah, will yeah, be, yeah. you know, have gas-producing bacteria, yeah, you know, yeah. where you, a friend of mine, she said she was so embarrassed when she was still on a normal diet yeah. <laughs> and she would still have white bread and she would mm. still not eat organic. You know, mm. she said it was so bad, her fluffing, you know, passing mm. wind, mm. that she was never in a room with other people for long enough. Yeah. You know, so it really impacted on, on yeah. that as well, yeah. you know, yeah. that... Um, that would be very eat, isolating to just yeah, feel like you, you can't know, even so be around other people. So that's your gut bacterium got, gone wrong, yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah, the neurotransmitters we had, it regulates and promotes new blood vessel formation and healing in the gut, you know, what the bacteria are doing. So it heals it constantly, yeah. Yeah. you know, which again, you know, like how many people have got gut health problems, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, heavily involved in the gut-brain axis. Now, before we the stop, gut brain, brain axis. axis. So let's just go into this for a minute because it's really beautiful. So um, in your brain, there's 10 cranial nerves that come out. Cranial nerves. Yeah. yeah. They're, you know, nerves, big nerves that come from there, you yeah. know, and one of them is number 10 mm -hmm. um, called the vagal nerve. Yes. And when I, I studied, yeah, the vagal nerve does everything to do with digestion uh -huh. and heart rate. Right. Yeah. So if it go, you know, you in your mind, you you've just eaten, you are relaxing, you're sitting, you know, like it's all nice, you know, your your digestive system, your gut will be really, you know, working mm -hmm. and peristaltic. So your nerve number ten, vagal mm -hmm. nerve, mm -hmm. will tell your gut to now digest. It will tell your heart to slow down. Yeah. It'll relax you. It'll take the blood out of your muscles because you don't need it there. You need it in your gut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I studied, I thought that that was what the vagal nerve does. It gives orders to our, you know, everything that we call autonomous, you know, where 
your gut will just digest food if you're thinking about it or not. Yeah. 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 It's not really, un unless you are a yogi or a guru. Yeah. 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 You know, which like most people are not, you know, it'll digest your food without you knowing. Yeah. Your heart rate will slow down mm -hmm. without you telling it to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I thought the vagal nerve does. Turns out 80% actually goes the other way from your gut. It picks up the vibes. Yeah in your gut yeah. and the good serotonins yeah. and so forth yeah. and the fatty acids that are really, you know, like, so it takes those in, maybe not the fatty acids that go by a bloodstream, you know, but the vibe, the feeling of your gut yeah. and it puts it straight into your limbic system, yeah. which is in the center of your brain. And the limbic system is the system that makes you feel pleasure. Yes learning ability yeah connection to others yes it doesn't have words yeah it doesn't talk yeah you know, it doesn't what's the vibe of your gut like what picks up the vibe of your gut like what does that what does that mean because i'm just thinking about the castle you know it's the section 50s is a very bad australian kind of thing when the judge says well what what argument are you make is it's the vibe it's the vibe it's section 51 <laughs> of the constitution so is the vibe are we talking about um um you know, a general sense of well-being? Is yeah. it a feeling vibe? It's a gut feeling. It, it's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. So is that kind of a vibrancy? Or yeah. A, yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, so if it puts in happy, happy, you know, happy vibe into yeah. your limbic system. Yeah. And I always say it colors your world. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if it colors your world pink. Yeah. You know, then you will look at the world with pink yeah. colors. Right. You know, but if your gut is really unhappy. Yeah. And remember, it's really what you feed it and what's in there. You know, yeah. your gut microbiome. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it is not happy, it goes into your limbic system. You yeah. won't even know. It's so subconscious. Yeah. And it'll just give you that naki. You know, and that's what you will look at your world. About. Yeah. You know, so it's. All of that research is just in its infancy. Mm -hmm. You know, it hasn't really, it's starting mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. You know, this is really exciting. You know, we have entered the, the century of the yes. microbiome and of bacteria. And what about the impact of other things um, in one's environment? So not just the, the um, you know, the natural environment and chemicals and things, and, but what about things like trauma and um, kind of really difficult life experiences that can really bring, you know, the body into a kind of a... Um, contraction what how does that impact or am i going outside my remit here how does that impact about on the vibe of the tummy yeah, or is yeah. it all just biological and bacteria based like uh, it, you cannot you know the more i do medicine the less i can take things apart right. you know it's really just one you know like so 80 percent of your vagal nerve takes the information from your gut into your brain yeah you know 20 percent goes the other way you know like if you get a, a frightful thought yeah. you know how your body reacts yeah, you know you i can uh, feel it in my gut you yeah. know that's going this way yeah you know so it is all just one blubbery yeah it's thing. like it's a web yeah, it's, isn't it it's, it's a like web. lots of things that are in interconnected and we yeah. have to take care to understand yeah. the web and to constantly be yeah. building and mending and, yeah. and giving health to and yeah. supporting so that's why I always go back. What has nature done with us all all the way along? Yeah. You know, yeah. forget my medical knowledge. You know, <laughs> go back to what happened a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, a yeah. hundred thousand, or yeah. a million years ago. Yeah. And we have evolved so slowly, yeah. you know, as an entity, you yeah. know, where the mind and the gut and the, you know, it's all together. You yeah. know, I 
sometimes like to explain it with modern medicine since the early 1900s. You know, like in 1904, I think we discovered bacteria. This is only 110 or so years ago. Mm. Yeah. And then before that, a doctor would give birth to a child, you know, like do an autopsy on a dead body, not yeah. wash hands, yeah. you know, have a mother give birth and wonder why she dies. Yeah, that's quite so, common, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. we have, it's only 110 years ago, so we have discovered what is a kidney, what does a liver do, you mm. know, how mm. do the nerves function, mm. you know, like, and all that I learned at uni, you know, the biochemistry, it's so young. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so we, we learned specialist, yes. wisdom, you know, yeah. wisdom, you know, knowledge, yeah. you know, science from all these yeah, yeah. different pieces. Yeah. But we haven't really put it back together. Yeah. You know, and nowadays we start to put it back That's together. deeper you know? knowledge yeah. coming back. So how, how our mind is connected to our body mm-hmm. and our body is connected mm-hmm. to our mind, you know, and this is why I'm so passionate about teaching people of how to, what they do if they eat a normal diet. You know, you've got to be aware if you eat a diet from a normal farm, a normal piece of bread, Mm. you will damage your body so much. Mm. And with that, you will damage your mind. Mm. You know, so what's first, the chicken or the egg? Are you Mm. depressed? Mm. You know, because you're depressed Mm. and then your body feels horrible? Mm. Or did you simply Mm. not give it the same nutrients, you know, Mm. the the nutrients that you need? If you have a car and you take one little bit away, one screw, it will not work. Yeah. You know, and we have taken so many screws and well, might work for a while and then you might be driving along one day and a wheel falls off. I am amazed that people function that. Well, that's, that's my question because <laughs> I do see, I know that I've got, I'm really sensitive and so if I eat something that throws me out, then I, you know, I've got to kind of sit and cope or, you know, bring myself back into balance mm. using a range of tried and true methods. But I see others around me who are not they don't have that sensitivity they can eat a meat pie particularly younger people you know they can eat stuff and you know maybe the maybe down the track you know it will be telling but it it does seem that some people are getting away with being able to eat stuff yeah but then you dig a little bit deeper you know and when I talk to my my young girls that I employ in the clinic Mm -hmm. you know how my young students tell me that Saturday lunchtime they are so lacking in energy that they have to go and sleep all weekend. Right. Yeah. And then I say, is that normal for you guys? And she says, yes, we're all like that. You know, and then you talk to another young woman and they, most of them suffer from endometriosis mm. or from mm. cystic ovaries. Mm. A lot of people have got lack of energy mm. and depression. I read you this know, morning so, that young people, mm. the rate of uh, alcohol consumption is going down rapidly in the young, you know, and I wonder if that has to do with their bodies can no longer handle can no longer process, mm. you know, alcohol in the way that, yeah. you know, previous generations, yeah, maybe Westerners mm-hmm. did. Yeah. yeah, of course, there's always so many factors mm. to it, you know, like, um, but statistically speaking, I think one in four, um, 46% of American young children suffer from a chronic disease. You know, that's a lot. Mm. Well, Previously, like 50 years ago, mm. it was minuscule. Yeah. You know, so Some of that would be undiagnosed of, as well, would you say? Or not really? Oh, that's always an argument that yeah, you can right. say, you know, like... Because you can pathologise things that are... Yeah, you know. but once you do have an autistic child, there is a distinct yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah that's and, and the cancer wards are full and there is definitely yeah. higher amount of leukaemia and asthma yeah. is worse, you yeah. know, and 
all of these weird diseases, you know, yeah. that, that were not just, they just weren't there. Yeah. You know, I think we can safely say we have a really big problem. Mm. So that might be enough for today. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of knowledge there. You know, I think takeaway for you at home is if you eat non-organic food, you will eat Roundup, which is not the only chemical and pesticide, mm, yeah. but the main one. And you will kill your gut microbiome, which is more important than you will ever know. Yeah. 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 So that's and I'm thinking, I'm also thing. thinking, of, you know, gardening, the importance of having my own greens in my own, even just growing in pots, which I've done when I've lived yeah. where I haven't had a garden. Mm. just the importance of that to my health just to be able to grab a handful of parsley or basil or whatever and just be getting that stuff into my food as much as possible because organic foods can be quite expensive and at times when I haven't had you know really strong income just really finding ways to get that fresh those fresh greens and that you know um yeah the probiotic mm. boosting of the fresh greens yeah so yeah. next week we might talk about why i am another reason why i'm so passionate about organic and why my response always is either pay now or pay later yeah, yeah. um yeah. particular for young women you know so we'll do that next week yeah. and talk about what you're actually paying for if you buy non-organic vegetables mm. you know like do mm. you get actually anything mm. with it you yeah. know and how important is it yeah and is it actually worth yeah. spending that much more money on it you know mm. and how to do that and how strategically make it actually affordable you know so that it doesn't break your bank balance because there are a few tricks that you can yeah. do you I'd know like where you, where you have um yes. you know where it makes it possible yeah because yes I money is to that. Yeah, yeah yeah so with that you know happy gut Happy, happy feelings. I feel like we should be toasting with some Yes, probiotic. toasting, you know, and um, yes, anti-Alzheimer's, there we come. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one quick story on yeah, that, sure. you know, like um, I had a student called Ping. Hello, Ping. Um, he might be listening. Um, and Ping was a neuroscientist before he wanted to become a vet and rather heal animals, you know, then do research on them. And so very knowledgeable, very bright and very smart. And, you know, he was a neuroscientist researching Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Oh my goodness. So he, and I said, so does anybody ever talk about gut bacteria in that whole research? You know, and he was in the US and in uh, Hong Kong. Yeah. And uh, he said, no, nobody talked about it. Mm. And this is who knows about farming, you know, that is in the science lab, probably not, you know, so not talked about, has anybody mentioned the soil mm. ever? Not talked no. about, you know, so they know, he told me where Alzheimer's is sitting in the brain and where Parkinson's is sitting. And he confirmed that Alzheimer's is more in women than in men mm. and that Parkinson's is more in men than in women. Yeah. And, um, and he confirmed that, they are finding out what the plugs are, yeah, like yeah, beta amyloid or whatever the plugs, yeah, you know, and what's happening, yeah. you know, and they can do, you know, like put the brains under the microscope and so forth. But the real reason why has not been found, you know, it's right. not, you know, so ah, I think it's a great detective story. I am onto something, you know, right. like, and let's say I'm not. The worst thing that can happen is you listen to my advice and you eat better. You eat more healthy. Yeah. Go on, do you? The best that can happen is that I am right. Yeah. 
and that you do actually, you know, by just simply switching to organic, mm. because if you eat organic, you A, don't eat poison, and yeah. B, you get all the nutrients, yeah. including this, you know, one of many tryptophan, mm. you know, one of many B3s. Mm. You know, you will heal your body mm. and you're actually giving yourself a chance. And you get to enjoy you know? in your old age all the wisdom that you spent decades and decades developing and yeah. you got to share it, you know, with the generations coming. So What does it mean? You know, if women can't remember and feel connections and mm. men, you know, with Parkinson's, they, you know, people shake with Parkinson's, yeah. they can't control, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, what's a man thing to do is to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's and, you know, men will stop ways. doing and we will stop yeah. feeling, you know, yeah. and where does the wisdom go? Yeah. You know, like, so this is what's happening to mankind. And if I may just say, is this a little problem or a big one? It's a big one. You know, because 99% of food is grown nowadays with chemicals. Mm. Yeah. Unless it's in your garden and unless it is organic from a farmer that is definitely doing the right thing, mm. you know, and uh, which is most of them, you know, maybe not the odd misfit you know that does do funny stuff but normally organic food mm. you can trust you know and mm. it will have um, labels on it you know i can just show you this one is the european down here you know you can see that one mm. or on here you know the organic label on my cup of tea i don't want to say a special thing here you very know i think um very unethical um you see the little, little NASA, you know, yeah. that's one of the certifying bodies. Yeah. And USDA is the US label, you know, for organic food. They have got certain standards. And then this is um, an olive oil with a little bud logo, ACO, Certified Organic. This is the people that I was certified with when I had my farm organic and, um, you know, Australia mm. Certified Organic. And then certain guidelines have to be followed, you know, so you can pretty much be relatively safe, you know, that is that there's nothing in there, you know, and people say, oh, but what if they cheat, you know, and my answer to that is, right, I get that, you know, like we have law, mm -hmm. you know, does murder, just because the law says you're not allowed to kill, do people still do that? Yes. Steal? Yes. You know, that's why we have a law and a police force. Yeah, mm -hmm. to, um, so this, the organic standard is there and most farmers do, you know, do apply it and are honest. And if you do have the oddball that doesn't, you know, sooner or later he will be found out because you can't hide $50,000 of chemicals. Mm -hmm. You know, having run a farm, I know that you can't hide, you know, those sort of, um, those sort of items. Mm -hmm. And so you can be nearly certain that the food that you buy organic is good for you on healthy soils, but you can be 100% certain if you buy normal food yeah. that it is poisonous. That is poisonous. You know, so yeah. either you want to be really certain that you eat you know, <laughs> poison food, you know, then yeah. be certain and buy, you know, the, I call it bad stuff, you know, yeah. or be nearly certain that you do something for it, you know. Yeah. And I also have to just mention when you do eat organic, then the environment is not poisoned. Mm. You know, we've just been talking mm. about our body as if it's all about us, you yeah. know, it's just as much about nature yeah. or even more about you know having healthy ecosystems you know yeah. not having the chemicals run down into the river you know causing all the havoc you know killing the reef and killing so forth, the you know? yeah you know and the water fleas and the fish mm. and and the soil life you know and the insects and then you know the birds eat, want to eat the insects and they're gone you know and 
it is just a, a cycle of misery and destruction, yeah. you know, which all of you, by just making that choice of eating organic, you are supporting, you know, so support yourself and support the environment. And that's enough for today. Thank you, Ria. I hope you all enjoyed it. You know, like, please press the subscribe button and share it with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Body and Soil podcast. You've been enjoying this conversation with me, Dr. Gundi Rhodes. Thanks for loving this podcast. Please subscribe on YouTube to stay up to date on all of our upcoming episodes. Your subscription to the Body and Soil podcast is a vote for hope, a hope for healthy humans and a truly healthy planet. It demonstrates that we have faith. Subscribe for more episodes designed to help you save yourself and the planet from your kitchen table with me.